0: It's time for Twit, the very last Twit from the old Twit cottage. Next week, we move to the new brick house. And joining me, three of my favorite Twit co-hosts, Jenny Jardin, Denise Howell, and Gina Smith. This Week in Tech is next. Netcasts you love.
1: From people you trust. This
0: This is is Twit. Audio bandwidth for This Week in Tech is provided by the new Winamp for Android, featuring wireless sync and one-click iTunes import. Now with free daily music downloads and full-length CD listening parties. Download it for free at winamp.com slash android. Video bandwidth for Twit is provided by Cashfly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. This is TWIT, This Week in Tech, episode 310, recorded July 17, 2011, this old time. This Week in Tech is brought to you by GoToAssist Express. Being an IT and not using the right tools can be disastrous. That's why you need GoToAssist, the leader in remote support. Try it free. Visit GoToAssist.com slash TWIT. And by Audible.com. Sign up for the Platinum Plan and get two free books. Visit audible.com twit2. And don't forget to follow Audible on Twitter, user ID audible underscore con. And by Squarespace.com, the fast and easy way to create a high-quality website or blog. For a free trial and 10% off your new account for six months, visit Squarespace.com and use the offer code TWIT7. It's time for Twit This Week in Tech, episode 310. Joining us now from all over the world. Well, at least from all over California. Yeah. A, great, a great Twit panel. Starting with Denise Howell from Southern California, where she has survived Carmageddon.
1: Yes, live to tell the tale. Hello, Leo.
0: Hey, Denise, our host from uh, This Week in Law, blogger at bagandbaggage.com, eagle. And a great podcaster and blogger. So nice to have you back. Denise.
1: Great to be here so again. So,
0: what, what, so I'll, well, actually, Jenny's also here. So, she, I think Jenny was also a survivor, right, of Carmageddon.
2: So far, I've survived, yes.
0: <laughs> Jenny Jardin is here from boingboing.net. Great to have you on the show again, once again. Great to be here. And uh, from Northern California, Gina Smith, editor in chief of the brand new, newly launched Byte magazine. Hi, Gina.
3: Oh, hi, Leo. It's great to be here. Great what great you. timing!
0: Yes, you launched uh, this week, right?
3: Yes, we launched on July 11th That's with no fanfare whatsoever. We B- just put the
0: site up. B Y T E dot com, right?
3: Yeah, doesn't that say something about the times that we have to spell bite?
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe, you know? Maybe it does.
3: Maybe yeah, it does. It really That's does. a good
0: point. I was talking to Linda uh, of Linda dot com uh, yesterday, and she said, Does yeah. everybody know it's with a Y? I said, Well, everybody I know knows it's with a Y, but maybe we better spell it on the on the radio show. Oh,
3: well, we've got a lot of folks that are on our staff. We've got a staff of about 70 people, all of whom Leo, I swear to God, all of whom came from Twit. Good. From, isn't that funny? You're getting Since good your people. Listeners are my staff.
0: You're getting good people. <laughs> this is the but there are last... But a number
3: of them in their 20s and their 30s, They're, early 30s. So they, they, they wouldn't remember, it, right?
0: They wouldn't remember. Well,
3: they don't remember seeing it themselves, but you know what? Look at this. I don't remember the Beatles right but i know the beatles i know every song on you know the white album what do
0: you mean you don't remember the beatles
3: i mean i you weren't when alive when the up. beatles
0: were uh, making music
3: um i was born the year they broke up
0: i feel so old you're not old yeah, yeah. I, you're I was, I'm
3: definitely young. older than Eugene. You,
0: you were that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> denise and i remember so the beatles
3: but my point is that, that people remember Bite because it's one of those brands that just
0: was legendary. Absolutely. And, you know, Jerry Pornell, um, those great We've tinny got covers. Back. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just very exciting. You've got the tinny covers back, too.
3: Uh, we've got Robert Tinney back.
0: Yeah. Not just the covers, but the
3: actual man. <laughs> it's,
0: it's nice to have a guy if you're going to have his covers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he draws them. <laughs> yes,
3: he draws the covers. And we've got all the, uh, we've got a piece on Byte.com that was the original letter from the editor in chief in 1975. And I didn't know how to find this guy because I wanted to kind of check with him. Is it okay if I run your letter from 1975? Never could find him. He emailed me on Tuesday. And said, wow, Byte's back. Thanks for using my letter. You can use everything I wrote. That's so cool. Yeah. Who was, what's his name? Uh, Carl Helmers. Oh, yeah, Carl and Helmers. If you, yeah, if you go to Byte.com, you can see there's a thing along the carousel called Byte 1975. Wow. And uh, under that, See, like full text.
0: B-Y-T. And exactly. the full
3: article. Yeah. And so, the full magazine.
0: Speaking of, speaking of, the, wow, it sounds like Carmageddon's happening somewhere in there. <laughs> Spe- <laughs> speaking of, uh, of music and the, and the Beatles, Spotify launched this week in the U.S. Any Spotify users? I, I got my invite. Any of you using it? Jenny? Denise? What do you think, uh, Jenny? How do you like Spotify?
2: Uh, I'm digging it by the way sorry that's that's probably me there are copters and planes overhead Carmageddon is still underway here in Los Angeles
0: (laughs) you know I was preempted the Los Angeles radio station that I'm on preempted me yesterday for wall-to-wall coverage of nothing right nothing happened
2: (laughs) (laughs) one of our friends on Boing Boing uh, made it up there to the 405 with a police escort and sent back a bunch of pictures He, he just basically described Walking along a completely empty huge freeway wow. and said, "This is like the most boring, dull thing I've ever been this excited about." Just walking along <laughs> an empty freeway ramp with cops.
0: I have my whole life though had a fantasy of, of of them shutting down freeways and getting to bicycle on freeways because they're so smooth and nice. Yeah, I, I heard
2: of people scooting up there with skateboards and bikes uh, illicitly, and I, I'm afraid I didn't have the cojones to do that. But they, it's, um, they they would
0: arrest you if you. did that. <laughs>
2: That's, that's kind of how it works. But yeah, I don't know. It is Southern California, Leo. We love
1: our skateboarders.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I love I love I love Jenny's uh, Carmel gettin' posting <laughs> on. That's so much more fun. I wish it were Carmel gettin'. So we should explain for those those tiny percentage of the the audience who is not plugged into Los Angeles news. Los Angeles has become the New York of the media world now. Every, if it happens in Los Angeles, like, it's, it's global news. They, they closed a freeway, the 405, for 53... Well, they were going to close it for 53 hours for a bridge de- demolition. Uh, they reopened... I think they have reopened early, yes?
2: They did, uh, 15 hours early, as I understand it.
0: And L.A. is such a car culture that just terror... <laughs> rained in yeah. the city. That this was gonna. Everybody was just gonna die because you couldn't drive on the 405 on a Saturday. You mean I have to use Sepulveda Boulevard?
2: <gasps> and then Sepulveda oh, no. was supposed to be a disaster too. They actually called Eric Estrada out of retirement to give public service announcements. The Chips guy? The, the Chips guy, yeah. All right,
0: I mean, it's Eric Estrada. Just you re- classic. You may remember me from Chips.
2: <laughs> Don't drive. Hey, he on he was the... <laughs> like,
3: that was one good-looking guy.
0: Is he? Is he still good-looking?
3: He's, he holds up
2: well.
0: Did he? Oh, He good. does
2: hold up well.
0: Oh, yes. good. So, needless to say, it's over now. There are helicopters overhead. It was way over covered because it's L.A.
2: And if you go to the markets locally, I just did my Sunday grocery shopping, and uh, I saw signs for Rainier Cherries Carmageddon Special, two dollars a pound. <laughs> it's in like the, the local Japanese market where I go to get uh, my, my mushrooms and my, my melons and things. It
0: reminds me of Y2K, to be honest. Yeah. A big, so much, ado- like much ado about nothing ended up. Well,
1: being. I think the media had too much advance notice. We've been hearing about this for weeks, right? So they were all built up. I was in what was a much more Carmageddon esque situation on an impromptu basis recently out on the 91 freeway, another big artery, where there was a U-hauled by the side of the road in a parking lot and it had something mysterious about it. Uh The bomb squad was called out. The freeway was blocked for about five miles and I did see, now this freeway was full of cars blocked, I did see a skateboarder get out and it was a nice downhill slope and he just completely coasted, you know, past (laughs) all the traffic. I don't know how he got back to his car. Only
0: in L.A. <laughs> Only in L.A. I love that.
3: Only in L.A. I wish I lived in L.A. Uh, well, yeah. Where it was sunny and nice. But, you know, you were talking about Spotify, and it just occurred to me, if you don't have an invite, you can go to clout.com, clout with a K, K-L-O-U-T.com, and there's an area on that site called Perks. That will let you get on to Spotify in the
0: U.S. without it's, somebody inviting you. And
3: I only know that because one of my writers at Byte posted it's not, that. It's
0: not, that not such boring. a closed invite that you can't. Oh, Malik had something like twenty thousand uh, invites that he was giving away. So, yeah. uh, uh, what do you, had a bunch. What do you think, uh, Jenny? Is this? Uh, I mean, I've been using Ardio, Rhapsody, Napster, and Mog mm-hmm. in the U.S. for years. Um, is it so different?
2: For me, it's a toss-up between Ardio and Spotify. But uh, I I was a long-time iTunes devotee, despite the fact that iTunes had so many limitations, and I don't think I'm ever going back.
0: Yeah, from iTunes or...?
2: Yeah, I I think it's either going to be RDO or Spotify. Spotify has some kludgy UI issues that that annoy me, but uh, one thing that I like is that the catalog is really, really deep. I tend to go for obscurities, and I'm impressed. All of the... the, um, vinyl intelligence tests that I ran by it, it passed.
0: The, yeah, that's actually yeah. of interest. They claim 18 million songs, right? It's huge. Yeah. That's, that seems awfully large. I, yeah. like, I like, and I think this is key, and RDO does this, but uh, I think Spotify does it very well. This is the desktop client, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it immediately, if you log into your Facebook account, populates your Facebook friends and their playlists. And while it's just limited to Facebook, which I think is a negative it is kind of nice that I could see all of this music suggestion stuff just kind of instantly in
2: it's it's instantly superior to what iTunes tried to do with ping I think oh gosh ping, yeah ping that's is one so true conspicuous yeah. failures uh, one of the more conspicuous failures in terms of Apple launches it, it just never really got better and in my opinion it kept getting worse the longer it was out there but Spotify uh, the fact that it it integrates with something as popular as facebook i, I mean, 'm not a Facebook user, uh, but you 're at least tapping into an established platform where there 's a really large user base that 's already used to sort of prolifically sharing
0: It'd be nice if it did support Twitter, Google plus some other social mm-hmm. networks. Yeah. I
2: haven't linked mine up to Facebook
1: yet. What do you get from that? I mean, do you actually get music suggestions, or do you see people's Facebook status updates? No, no, no you don't get status updates. So here it is. <laughs> it's on the
0: right, Denise, of, uh, of the screen right, right. now. Uh-huh. And so these are Facebook friends who have Spotify, only friends who have Spotify. And okay. so uh, let me click on somebody like Cedric Ingram, who's French, so he's had Spotify for some time. It immediately pops, populates it with his public playlists. That's all. Not High Facebook front. updates, not, not crap, just the music that he has published. Uh, Don McAllister, he's from the UK and has some pretty bad taste. But he, but now I know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he well, loves Easy Top, well-dressed man. Okay. Actually, that's <laughs> Def well, that's But I'll yeah, show well, you one guys- other thing that really impresses me about Spotify. I'll pick a song, any song. Double-click it. It starts playing immediately, actually. I love
2: that. Uh, yeah, they're that's real proud kind of, of that, stunning that it's
0: immediate. It, I don't know how they do it. But that, by itself, is a huge leap ahead of other uh, music systems.
2: It's true. Also, the the memory footprint, if you're on a tablet, if you're on um, something like a MacBook Air, uh, a netbook, you're not talking about an app that's going to hog so much of the spare memory that you have. Right.
0: Right. What do you think, Denise? you like it?
1: Uh, Well, like I said, I hadn't looked it up to Facebook yet. So when I I logged in, there just wasn't much there. And maybe I'm just, you know, there are just too many good options out there for us now, and I'm a couple of years past being blown away by this, which I probably would have been if they'd come a bit earlier to the U.S., but uh, now, you know, I mean, they're just, with the cloud services out there, and uh, I have not abandoned iTunes, although it's not my go-to, you know, it's I do so like...
0: horrible. It's just so bad. Yeah. It's an yeah. embarrassment well, to Apple.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, iTunes, yeah. yeah.
2: I agree.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, uh, certainly I mean, iTunes plus ping is an yeah. embarrassment do to not. Apple. There's no questions about that. And yeah. what's interesting about Spotify is it's this unlimited stream. It's basically ad-free um, if you spring for the five bucks, right? And it's like you guys I think even said, the free
0: they, They're not going to limit the free one even, which they do Not Europe, yet, right? Europe. They said
3: not for this year. Yeah. So yeah. in Europe, and you can
0: only listen to 20, I think 20, I can't remember what it is, 20 songs a day or something like that.
3: Yeah, but here they haven't put any kind of a cap on it, which is really exciting. And and what you said about finding a uh, you know really unlistened to or unplayed on the radio songs, uh, we had Jacob Lopez who is in his mid twenties, and he said, finally, I can listen to Zombina and the Skeletons.
0: Oh, finally!
3: I, <laughs> I said, finally. That, that's finally. amazing.
0: Finally, oh yeah, zambini
3: and the Skeletons, and it's courtesy of. of Spotify. Now, artists
0: are going to raise this point which is that it's very hard to make any money from spotify it, it i've heard that yeah and uh, it, it, it doesn't it does it's basically promotional value only yeah um so are we ripping off artists by supporting services like this should we be buying music from itunes or amazon wouldn't that be a better way to support an artist you really like? Because it's so easy. For ten bucks a month, I can listen to all the Zombini I want, and they get <laughs> Zambina. <they, zombi>, pardon <laughs> me. And they get <laughs> and they get pennies. I mean, they literally they get they get almost nothing.
1: Well, Spotify think, is tightly integrated with the record labels, right? They are the driving force behind having this service out there. It's their bid to compete in the modern digital world, and I think they'd probably argue to the artists that uh, it's the equivalent of radio airplay these days. Well, yeah.
0: exactly, because radio's that's not doing you any good anymore, right? Yeah. So you've got to do something. How do we promote this?
3: Yeah, I mean, that's aspirational. It's so nice to say, you know, let's be for the artists, and we don't care. but Oh, yeah, and we know end, how much the record labels the, love
0: the artists.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly the point, Leo, I think there was that- I think it's an exciting announcement.
0: There was that week. great uh, infographic, which we uh, talked about a few twits ago, about how much money. This is from um, informationisbeautiful.net. How mm-hmm. much money artists earn online. For a solo artist to earn a monthly minimum wage in the U.S., which they estimate to be about 1160 bucks, they have to sell 143 self-pressed CDs, 155 CDs on CD Baby, 1,161 record deal CDs, you know, it, Album downloads from, say, iTunes, 1,229 MP3 downloads. The dot is growing. Here's yeah. how much. Wow. You have to have 849,000 plays on Rhapsody, you have to have 1.5 million plays on Last FM. You, you, there's no room for the spot. Spotify, at least this is the deal that they had. I don't know if yeah. this is the deal going forward, 4 million plays per month. To earn a minimum wage,
3: yeah. But Leo, I mean, you remember this? You and I read a book together, and certainly, uh, my latest book just came out. You, this is very similar to what authors face. We
0: make diddly doo doo. I was gonna yeah. Say remember, word.
3: remember, you and I figured it out. What it's is, is this per hour? No, it was like we were working for ten cents an hour to create that book. And, and, I, and, the, reason you, and the
0: reason you do a book, at least in the computer industry, is more pro, is that promotional thing. It, That's it, right. It, it's it like raises your m. name, and then you could do speaking engagements, and you can, you know, you can get on uh, All Things Considered or whatever. I mean, it, it helps your yeah. profile. You don't do it for the money.
3: No, you don't write up. So book maybe you for do them.
0: Spotify for the profile, not for the money.
3: Yeah. You if can. you're an artist, I mean, you'd be real psyched to be on. If you're Zombina... For instance, I'd never heard their names Zambina's right? really
0: happy <laughs> that we've now mentioned them three times on this show.
3: Exactly. <laughs> They've got to be psyched. I and mean, they're
0: like on Spotify. Thing.
3: Right. Were it not for Spotify, none of us would have the name Zombina on our lips.
0: Should I so play? That's a good thing. Well, see, I know this is sad because I can't play a spot. I can't play. Could a you go Zombina
2: back to playing the top track?
0: Say again?
3: Back, yeah. to Ward, back to ZZ Top. Forget the Zombina.
0: It's so much Sorry, easier. Sorry, Jacob. It's all in there. No, I'm going to search for Zombina. Let me see. Z-O-M-B-I-N-A. You, know, you, you know
2: what the you know what the ZZ and ZZ Top stands
0: for? No what?
2: No. Zombina, Zombina.
0: Look, there's tons of Zombina in the skeletons. Let's play their. They must be good. Let's play their. I can sort by popularity, by the way. So I know that their number one song is Nobody Likes You. When you're dead.
3: Stay tuned.
0: All right, that's enough. That's all I can play according to <laughs> okay. the. Okay, that's
3: my,
1: uh, my my attorney is young here. Is that reporter. okay? Did I play too much? Well, yeah. since we're engaged in uh, commentary and yeah, right. news gathering, informational yeah, activities, yeah, right. I think we're cool.
3: No, I'd you know,
2: I, I, I just like to add one more thing. The dilemma that you're talking about is a little bit like what we blogs go through when new and uh, elegant apps like Flipboard come out. Uh, Flipboard is something that you know I've I spent many an evening on the couch sort of flipping through uh, and it's, I've just found out that Boing Boing and our Flickr pool are going to be featured in a, in a really nice way at the sort of front door of the app. And we love that.
0: But, but
2: we see no revenue from it. They strip out our ads. Right. And, and, you know, we're talking to them and, and they have our consent to do what they're doing for the time being. But the idea that they're presenting this and they're, they're, presumably, eventually, they're gonna be adding their own ads in and giving us whatever terms they feel like after they've built up their user base. You know, it it, it feels like uh, on the one hand, you know, we always want more users. We always want new audiences to, to know about us and be exposed to our content. But on the other hand, it kind of feels like we're being taken for a ride.
3: Yeah, I totally agree with that thinking I mean that that is how it feels for people it's like you know the when my book was picked up uh, this was the Wozniak biography and it was picked up by the Kindle i mean I, I don't see any money from that and well, I was, you just was had a bad f-
0: deal I mean you should have but, royalties for the Kindle sales
3: yeah okay, but even if I had a deal I mean you know how this works the agent takes it, the publisher takes it, everybody takes it it takes forever to get your money back on the advance and in the end you get pennies
0: and and yet mm-hmm. flipboard is such a really Generative, wonderful idea that it makes is. makes content so palatable. It's a great way to read boing boing. Um, it's.
2: I, I love it. I love the way it looks. Yeah. It is. It is to internet content what Spotify is to music. Spotify is so yeah. much and, and audio. Uh, even with the difficulties that they have, even with the UI problems that those two apps have, they're so much better than anything else that's out there in a big way. Uh, yeah, and yet I there
0: think are Flipboard other apps. There are other apps that do this, like Zeit. Uh, who, uh, you know, people are suing them because they're not reaching out as Flipboard has. I think Flipboard realized they had to reach out to the content creators. So you're yeah. satisfied from a point of view of Boing Boing. You're satisfied that they're going to take care of you,
2: or? Mm. I think that's being a little too naive and a little too optimistic. We're happy to be featured. Uh, we, we like what they're doing with our content right now. And I think, um, I think I'm think i safe in saying that we have kind of a wait-and-see attitude, but but that we're impressed with what a nice-looking platform it is.
0: And you can, uh, by the way, I think Flipboard does give you a way as a content creator to block it.
2: Oh, sure, but we chose not to do that. Yeah, you, mean, who right, would want right to now, do that? So everything that we release yeah. is released under a Creative Commons right. uh, license that permits um, non-commercial reuse right. with attribution. And for the time being, they're not selling ads against our content. So it's, it's not a violation. Plus, we're talking with them, and, and they have our consent. But you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they businessify what they do.
0: Well, and I share your concern. I mean, they're not doing it with podcasts at this point, but I'd have the same problem if uh, – but that's why we embed our ads, so we knit them so tightly into the content that you can't you're get, smart you can't get rid of them
3: it's like watermarking. <laughs> yeah if
0: you want the show you're going to get the ad speaking of which let's take a break and come back we're going to you know i want to talk about netflix because that's really raised a furor Ooh. Uh, and yeah. with their what what some say is a price increase i might i might dispute that but let's talk about it in just a second before we do though i do want to talk about our friends at citrix who make a great product for the it professional if you're doing support, software support, IT support, maybe just mom and dad, grandma and grandpa support, you've got to know about GoToAssist Express. I've been using it since they were called Expert City, which was 10 years ago during the tech TV days. This yeah. is the greatest thing ever. And Citrix, you know, they know how to do remote access, 128-bit SSL. It's cross-platform Mac or PC, and they've added features that support pros need. Unattended support, really important. Very easy for your support. You can't... You don't want to spend time supporting the support tool. So all you have to do is send them a link in an email. If you're in a chat, you give them a link. This is what I did to my mom. She clicks the link. It's a Java stub, very quick to load. You say, Mom, just click allow when you see the allow. She says, and then I'm in, and I'm fixing her computer. And she loves it, because she can see the mouse move around. I can chat with her. I can explain what I'm doing. Um, It is the way to speed things up. Eight sessions at once. So pros will like that, because you can start a scan or an install and move along, so you don't have to wait for it to finish. Um, it gives you an assay of the operating system, all the software running in the background, including security software. You can share your screen with them as well as uh, look at their screen. I could just go on and on. But you know the best thing to do is try it free. Just go to their website. Go to assist.com slash twit. G-O-T-O assist twit. And you have 30 days absolutely free to try this and all of the great features. Uh, Citrix has really put together the best remote support app. I know there are other choices out there. But there's no reason not to try this. It's free, and I I'm, accept I'm, that. I should warn you, you're going to get hooked. It's the best. Go to Assist Express. Go to assist.com slash twit. Thank him for supporting Twit. And you see, I knitted that so carefully into the body of it that nobody will be able to extricate it. We also are Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike non-commercial. I think that's the mm-hmm. right way to do content. Um... <laughs>
1: Shenny, I'm curious about Flipboard. Do you see any sort of value add coming back from them? Did they give you any more sort of uh, detailed statistics than you could get otherwise just by someone using a browser?
2: No.
0: No. (laughs) So you're doing it on faith, basically, that it's going to build business.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think with... With things like that that come into the marketplace and look attractive or look interesting, uh, we we sometimes like to cautiously tread forward and see what happens with that. And then, if it, you know, if some time goes by, the product matures and we're not getting anything out of it, or it's, um, you know, potentially leeching traffic away or leeching revenue mm-hmm. away, then we opt out.
0: But it's going to be hard to turn it off. I mean, you're going to have some irate people if you turn it off. Yeah. I mean, that's I read right. Boing Boing that way. I hate, I hate to admit it. Should no, no, no. I not? Would you like to send a message out to me and other Boing Boing fans that it would be better to go to the website?
2: Boy, it's, uh, if you go to the website, you will find a tablet and iPad-friendly experience that will also pay our bills. Right on. Yay. Do it that awesome. way.
0: That's, that's by good. the way, we're doing our web design, and I spent quite a bit of extra money to make sure that it was HTML5 tablet compliant, iOS compliant. Yeah. Because uh, it's—you—that's nowadays, you got to.
2: When we did yeah, that, redesign last yeah. year that's specifically why the design looks the way it does. Yeah. We, you don't have to download an app to look right. at on an iPad. Right. It, just, it just works.
0: I don't like the appification, frankly, of the web. I don't like it. Gene, what, think- what are you doing with Byte? Are they, are they, uh, how are you handling this?
3: Well, we've got an iPad app that came out the same day that Byte came out on, well, maybe a day after, on July 12th. But right now, we're just doing streaming only. But like you said, I mean, we had flash video content we're having to convert completely to a player. Uh, The Brightcove player, actually, is what we're using so that we can run on the iPad and on the iOS devices. So it, it forced a change on our part. Because we were doing video the flash way, which is how most people do it. Now we've got to do it HTML5.
0: So now, now on you, you, the revenue is from ads, or I see you have, you can register. There are, can you pay for it? How does this work?
3: Look at how we were on Times Square. Do you know, see that? I know, this is beautiful. i mean this was an amazing thing. I, I, <laughs> I'm always fighting with them about an editorial budget, and they call me and say, hey, we got a billboard on Times Square. I was like, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. I hope that didn't yeah. cost as much as a full-time writer.
3: Well, you know, PR Newswire is, uh, is a company that is part of United Business Media, which is which is what bought Byte and what just brought it back. Right. And so PR Newswire gave it to us as a gift.
0: Oh, that's nice. I
3: couldn't believe it. I was like, that, that's a nice thing. Really? Does but Lion
0: look like uh, Lamb Chop from uh, Sherry? Lion Lewis?
3: looks just like Lamb Chop. <laughs> that's how I envision Lion looking, if it ever Arr. comes out.
0: So a lot of videos. you are. Byte's going to be video heavy. Videos. Is that right?
3: Lots of video, lots of photos. I mean, there's a, probably a terabyte of data already on wow. Um, You know, through our how-to galleries, through videos, through shows, uh, five little podcasts, tiny little podcasts, 10-minute
0: podcasts. We're going to do a big one. ByteCast will be part of the Twitter we are starting soon. Yes. Gina will host I, that.
3: With Jerry Pernell.
0: Really? Is Jerry going to be a regular on ByteCast? He
3: wants to be a regular, and I'm happy to have him. I mean, he's already filed two columns. I love this. is a man who's 77 years old. And uh, his column was tremendous when he came in. And I think the best sentence of the whole week on Byte was Jerry Prunell's sentence that said, The tablet wars pass like dreams. (laughs) I I don't know what that means, but it's lyrical.
0: They're evanescent.
3: It's their Evanescence, yes. yes. But Jerry Prinell is back, and he's psyched, and he's sending me tons well,
0: of email. He's the name. I mean, when you say Byte Magazine, he's the name everybody associates. Us old farts, anyway.
3: <laughs> On so. Chaos Manor. Chaos Manor.
0: Said. That's what got me, really got me started in, in thinking in terms of uh, uh, covering technology from the user point of view. He he cre- he was the first to do that. Say, I'm a user first, last, and always. And this is going to be a column. By a user about being a user. That was different. That was unique and I think great
3: That's what Jerry is all about. Yeah, and if you look at his column He says, you know, I'm trying to you know get a hang on of ebooks here and you know, here's my experience with the Kindle and you know it's, it's that's what Jerry is all about like, you know His big library with all those books behind him and now yeah. he's going totally electronic well, good. I love libraries. We too, don't know exactly
0: but... when BikeCast is going to launch, but we'll let, we'll let you know. It'll be in the next month or so. We'll uh, be doing it uh, right from the... Have news. we
3: signed a deal yet? Yeah, yeah, we got a deal.
0: I just can't... I don't know exactly what... The, the business people... I'm the last people. one to know. No, it's the business people is handling that right now. We'll let them figure yeah. that out. But I think we do have well, a deal. It's just a question of uh, waiting till we have a studio for you. We're, you know, this is the last Twit we're doing from the original Twit Cottage. We're going to be moving... You've, you've been here, Denise. You've been here, Jenny. Have. have you ever been to the cottage, uh, Jenny
2: no, I haven't had the pleasure.
0: You're never gonna see it. We're gonna. Well, this is it. It's over. But you got to come up and see the new studio because it's just beautiful. It's fantastic.
2: I can't wait. And I and thank you for posting uh, the the photos that you have on Google Plus and I think on Twitter as well. I've, I've really enjoyed seeing it come together and I can imagine how excited you must be. It is.
0: It's so fun. Anyway. Oh, it's beautiful. Not the to get not to true. get to, into this. I I wanted to talk about Netflix. So this Netflix. week Netflix basically announced. Well, it, I don't know. It they you could say it was. A price increase. I mean, there's no question if you have a Netflix account that includes discs, you're going to pay more for the same service. But you could also say they split streaming from discs. Streaming will still be $7.99. Discs will be what they were. Um, Any Netflix users in the uh, group?
1: Yes. Of course. Yeah, of course.
0: Oh, you too, Jenny. Okay. I thought Jenny might be like a, like, you might like only use BitTorrent or something.
2: Uh, (laughs) So the, the legal service that I'm a fan of.
0: Is, uh, is Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely put. So um, there was, a. I mean, there, there still is, I think, a lot of heat on this. Is, what is going on? Why, first of all, why did Netflix do this? It, are they going to lose business, or is this something they had to do? Denise, what do you think?
1: I, I think they had to do it. I think they're, you know, they've been offering really attractive pricing for a while uh, because they could, and now that they are so popular, it's just not being left on the table as an option for them, and they've got to pass it through somehow. Is it
0: Hollywood and that's making them do this, or pure economics?
1: I think it's both. I think you know, in order to renew their licenses with some of their partners, there you know, people are coming in and saying, "Hey, well, you guys have gotten huge since right. we negotiated this." Right. And uh, it's time to pay the piper. so um,
3: Do they not
0: have any clout with Hollywood? I mean, isn't this how most of us now watch movies?
3: Yeah, I think it is the way most of us now watch movies, especially if you have kids. Right. You know that you definitely have a Netflix account so you can download those movies for them. And uh I think one thing that people have to remember and they so often forget is these companies aren't into it for the users. Their final obligation at the end of the day is to their stockholders and if they can raise prices, they will raise prices to what the market'll bear.
0: It's still a good deal, I guess. I mean
3: I think it's still a good deal and people will pay it. Compared to what they'll be upset about it.
0: Oh, they are upset. Compared to what movie ticket. Costs are. I mean, people went to right. see Harry Potter this weekend, spent, you know, 25 bucks for two tickets at least.
3: Yeah, that's what my little boy's doing right now. That's the only reason it's quiet in here. <laughs> <'cause>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eric There's, is off watching Harry Potter.
1: They're starting to have competition too. Amazon Instant with its Prime tie in is uh right in there with them, and so you know at least there's some pressure on them not to just take the pricing through
0: the roof that's a good point. prime is free, but it's not nearly as extensive a collection as a netflix has mm-hmm. oh,
1: but yeah. it gets it gets the new releases though it gets the on demand you know the things that would come on your cable or satellite oh, on that's demand interesting yeah
0: could you be a cable cutter who me yeah. <laughs> Could oh. she cut the cable? I mean, you know, I think this is going to be more and more. This is an increasing question because a cable television, over 100 bucks.
1: I, I thought mean, for a second you were, uh, yeah. you were talking about doing something more nefarious. Than not simply, physically. Uh, not yes. with a <laughs> one
0: shears cut the cable. No, but, but yeah. I mean, could, you, could you disconnect? I'll tell you what. I got so mad with Comcast that I uh, switched to a DSL provider because, of the, cause I, you know, right now in my neighborhood, between 7 and 10 p.m. I get no bandwidth because everybody's freaking watching Netflix and mm-hmm. Comcast. It's not in their interest that people do this. They want you to watch video on demand. So I'm convinced that they're not putting any more bandwidth in to supo- because they don't want this to happen. Yeah. So yeah. I went to, a, I went to a, a DSL provider. It won't be as fast burst, but at least it will be consistent. And I'll be able to watch my movies. Uh, I just I think that the movie industry doesn't like DVDs because it's a, a piracy. They well. never
3: have. They want, right? they
0: want you to watch streaming. The yeah. cable companies want you to watch video on demand. They don't want you to watch streaming because you're buying bits at wholesale. You've got hmm. all these interests fighting against each other, and the only people who really are the victims are us. I mean, you're In right, the Gina. End, yeah. They have no fiduciary responsibility to us. It's all to no, they
3: don't care about the customers, and, and they shouldn't. I mean, well, they, they care to the degree that if we all they...
0: leave them, they're going to care.
3: Well, that's what I was going to say. If, you, if you're mad about this, you should vote with your dollars, change your service, and you know, that's the only way that the companies will respond. Is yeah, and to answer your question, Leo, I would totally be a
1: cable cutter if I didn't have someone in my household who's just become uh, inured to channel flipping, just loves to sit on the couch and go through to, the you whole have list. To,
0: you have to stop him. Yeah. <laughs> you can't allow this to happen. Sit down and watch Phineas and Ferb and shut up.
3: <laughs> That's right. Hide the remote. I hid the remote <laughs> right. long, long ago. Nobody hid, has any hid, access to the remote. Hid
0: or lost, Gina?
3: Hid. Hid.
0: Let's be honest. Really?
3: No, no, no. Well, first I lost it, but then I, I kept it hidden. <laughs> you
0: found it, and you, and you left it there.
3: Yes. I, there was only so much Dora I could take.
0: Dora the Explorer.
3: Dora the... Just be glad you don't have
0: Barney. My kids are grew, grew up we, with Barney.
2: Yeah, we have Barney.
0: Is Barney still <laughs> alive?
2: The, those, by the way, both available on
0: BitTorrent. You can get Barney it, on BitTorrent? Really? <laughs> that's just, in, the deep,
2: that's in the deeper stack. That's just I sick. think There's somebody in Bolivia that has it.
0: I love you. You love me. Are you, uh, huh? Jenny, I know you are. Denise, I know you are hooked on Google+, aren't we?
2: Yeah, I like it. Um, I cut the cord with Facebook, I don't know, I guess it was about a year ago. And it's interesting to see another... Very very large country excuse me very very large company with it. It is a country (laughs) you're right (laughs) With a very very large user base uh, Come into something like this as right as they've gotten it from from day one Uh, Not all of it is right, but it is a heck of a lot more right than Facebook in my opinion
0: Now you're honoring uh, Google's request not to put brands in or no you've added boing boing
2: Yeah, just for kicks. We're also talking with the people at Google+, Plus who will be rolling out the proper way for brands to come online. And, uh, you know, whatever they tell us to do, we'll do to to get Boing Boing in there appropriately. Yeah, but for right now...
0: It's kind of hard not to. Laughing
2: laughing Squid is doing it. We have to.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know, Laughing Squid, but even Ford, uh, a lot of people are doing this, and it's hard not to. I've held back. I applied for the brand program or whatever they're going to do it. Uh, Did you? I held back. Did, is Bite on Google Plus, Gina? Uh,
3: not yet.
0: You held not back. Not yet. You held back.
3: We held back so far, but you know, we've been we've been just a little busy.
4: It's hard. It's I have to say, as a brand, a it's probably
0: very difficult to uh, to not put your stuff in there, and uh, yeah, but, especially yeah, when you see Mashable suddenly leap into like the number four position of uh, followers, um, yeah. as they always seem to do. I don't know how they do it every time.
3: Yeah, Google Plus is interesting because it allows you, yourself to kind of do a do-over. So if you're like me, I was just telling one of your guys at, at you did a do-over this, uh, this week, you do a do-over because if you're like me and you're a social slut and you just say okay to everybody who has ever invited you, oh, you yeah. end up with thousands of friends no. on Facebook. Yeah. I don't know who these people are that right. I'm connected with. Now I can maybe try again with Google Plus or maybe <laughs> try I like that. To not do this ever again. So you're not oh, gonna Google do. You're Plus. not
0: gonna make the same mistakes on uh, Google Plus that you made. No, on I'm
2: Facebook. gonna be a little more selective this time. Not gonna stuff, be a
0: social dude. slut, huh? You know, it's no.
2: just it's all about the animated cat gifs. I gotta just tell it like it is here.
0: <laughs> it's all about the what?
2: Animated cat yeah. gifs.
0: Uh, yeah, You yes. seem to post a lot of those.
2: Like I'm the only I, one. I've been Come meaning on. to tell.
0: I've been meaning to say something, Jenny. I'm not
1: the <laughs> only We're still one. in the middle of Cattergarden, as you said. Cattergarden.
3: Cat
0: oh Well, I love. There's one in here. Oh dear. There's, there's, you know, you know what? This is the one I couldn't stop staring at. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, happens, I wonder if Google, I really wonder if Google knew when they said, uh, you know, what, animated GIFs, they must add had a meeting, right? And everybody's there. Vic is there. Bradley Horowitz. Probably Larry and Sergey are there. Yeah. Marissa Meyer's there. And should, they're sitting you know, around should, and they're going, animated GIFs, what do we do?
2: Animated GIFs are already having kind of a comeback. Like, there are serious intellectual discussions happening on blogs about animated gifs as an art form, the fact that they restrict and that they offer uh, certain agreed upon parameters and, and limitations like that, creative limitations like that, are always interesting for for artists. And I, I think that they're an interesting colloquial art form. And uh, Wait a Anil, Anil Dash did a really interesting essay about this a few weeks ago, actually. And our own um, Dean Putney from Boing Boing has uh, well, just last Are, week, are you asserting
0: going, that this cat on the treadmill? Is an art form.
2: Animated gifs. <laughs> 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 you, you, you know, are people <laughs> people insulted Picasso form. and said my kid could do this, and <laughs> you can feel free to insult the uh, the obese Maine coon cat on an underwater treadmill, Leola Port. But you know art what, historians five ten. 50 you know years what?
0: The, if, 50 if Tumblr, 50. I think Tumblr was the one that opened the door on this. Of course, animated gifs practically killed MySpace.
2: Yeah, because they were
0: everywhere and it was bling bling and all that stuff. But, but Tumblr. Those were
2: Those were dumb little icons, just like junky, blinky
1: icons. This is different. It it says something for Google Plus that it can bring in both Tom Anderson and automated GIFs and five in that environment.
0: It's amazing. And and don't
2: forget Zook, all five of him. Yes.
0: But now we know that there is one actual, one and only truly, right? Or no? We don't know.
3: We don't know that. Uh, We don't know that.
0: Scoble asserts, and I saw the text a couple of weeks ago that 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 one that's on the top of the charts the one with 120,000 followers that's actually yeah uh, yeah that's actually him. by the way my <laughs> favorite anim my favorite animated gif site is it's still a tumblr blog it's called animals being dicks have you <laughs> oh, seen
2: that leo leo
0: no no have you seen this
2: no I, in, indeed i have it's a brilliant tumblr it's a tumblog of greatness
0: it is it is the most wonderful tumblog you've ever seen of animals just being jerky uh um, a mean Kordy. I didn't even know that was possible. I don't know where they get all these, but they are just, uh, and, and they're animated gifts. So because they're animated gifts, they start playing immediately. They loop, and you just have to watch it over and over and over again, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, know. Whole, oh dear. I Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, exactly, oh, dear. Yeah. Some of Very this nice. not safe for work. She's well, say, if animal. Not oh. children's well, I don't. Yeah, you
3: know, I wonder about the Google Plus phenomenon. This. And if this whole audience is not a bunch of self selecting technophiles, we're all saying, oh, wow, a new shiny thing. Let's go look at Google Plus. And, you know, <laughs> over the long term, can Google really sustain this? Will, you know, all the people on Facebook really move on? I'm
0: not paying any attention. I'm sorry. I'm
4: watching. Yeah, I'm animals. sorry. I, can't, I, well, I was I'm trying watching. not to look at the screen. Watching i watching animals being dicks. So, like, <laughs> I'm so Please sorry. Don't.
3: That's okay. I th- I think
0: that's. This is my this is my favorite one. The giraffe and the elephant. The elephant. Oh, just, that's an ostrich. I'm metaphor. ostrich. Whatever it's called. <laughs> <The> <laughs> what giraffe. is that? This this is an elephant that just gets tired of being pecked at by the ostrich and finally just takes things in his own hands.
3: There's <laughs> a good much. metaphor
2: in that somewhere. It really is. I had dinner with Ice teas manager this weekend. Ice tea's manager told me a story about how ice tea and uh, public enemy were all on their tour bus at some small town in Australia. And after they'd finished their show, there's this one guy, like this Australian guy sitting on the corner, hackling ice tea. Like ice teas a really serious guy, right? So this guy is sitting on the corner, hackling him, threatening him, it goes on for like 20 minutes, and everybody on the bus is just kind of looking at ice tea, wondering if he's going to do anything. He just kind of sitting there like that. And then right around the 20 minute mark, he just quietly gets off the bus, walks up to the dude, clocks him in the face, (laughs) breaks his jaw, and then walks back on the tour bus and sits right back down and does absolutely nothing. Everybody was like, yeah, that's iced tea. And that elephant, that elephant is like iced
4: tea.
0: By the way, I know that story because you shared it on Google+. I did. And, I, so, and I'm loving Google+, because of the quality of content like that, where Jenny could write a, I don't know, that was three or 400-word post. It was like five tweets. It was great. <laughs> five tweets. It was so much better than Twitter, and the engagement is so much better. And you can't do this on Twitter. I mean, I have to say that Jenny's posts, on, uh, and, and the, that's a <laughs> reshare, by the way. Mhm. Yeah. That's a you know,
2: I I used the animated GIF thing just uh, honestly it is an interesting experiment to see how it, it's like looking at an organism and seeing how the blood flows. Uh and and animated GIFs are something that's it's like it's sticky, it's very shareable, people get really worked up about it and you can see how interesting content flows. Like you can't do it with porn, right? right. <laughs> but, but you know we <laughs> might look we
0: seriously we might look back at Google Plus and say, you know the thing they did right animated gifs
2: exactly yeah but, but, but like yeah. When, when we're talking about will this work will this last will it have sustaining power it's way 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 too early to know with twitter i remember in the first six months of being on board i, I was i don't know first 500 first 800 users on twitter um i i thought it was totally worthless totally annoying and i let my account go dormant for another 6 months when i came back and saw that this had evolved into something really interesting so
0: i was exactly if, the yeah. same exactly Me too. the same and this is exactly the opposite so you're yeah. saying that we just don't know that twitter we didn't know because it wasn't we obvious we just don't know we just
2: know. don't know this is part of what makes a network great is the architecture part of what makes a network great is the size of the user base Part mm-hmm. of what makes a network great is the the ease uh, with which uh, the sort of social connections can evolve and mutate over time. And I think they've got enough of all of those three things going for them. Lord knows they've got the user base. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I would I, add a fourth at this beginning part, and that is the fact that there's so little, or if any, content being pushed in there that's coming from somewhere else that's not native I to the. I love plus. it. That's what FriendFeed yeah. did yeah.
0: wrong. It's what Pounce did wrong. It is all native content. Yeah,
2: yeah. so it's not. It's actually it's not made me rethink.
1: Trump. You know, Mike Elgin's got his social media Google Plus diet that he's on, where he's just switched exclusively to that medium, and I could see doing that. But what it's done for me is made me rethink how I use Twitter and Facebook, which are basically the only other sh- things I use. And uh, right before the show today, I clicked that setting in Facebook that takes my Twitter stream out of it. People, you know, have asked me to do it before, and I just thought, you know, it's too time consuming to post multiple places and more efficient to do it this way, but it's just awful. I, uh, I have stopped.
0: maybe the right way to do this, I don't know about Facebook, the right way to do this is to have Twitter be this kind of automated stream. It's a, it's a dial tone, it's a nervous system of, of stuff. That can be aggregated, collated, searched, put into Flipboard, and then have the real, true engagement happen on on Google Plus, Facebook. That's well, that's where you kind of you know hang out with your family because I can't get my family to use Google Plus.
3: Mm-hmm. You should call Vic, call Vic, and give him that idea. Leah, that's a good idea. We actually,
0: uh, when Google Plus launched, we had Vic and Bradley on uh, this week in Google. Oh, really, we talked a lot. It was it was. Uh, was They've been very show. open. Uh, and that's another thing I think Google's done right, is they've, is they've really participated with the community uh, over Google+. Plus. And now there are at least 10 million. We know there's 10 million because Larry Page in the, um, in the earnings call this week said, Yes, we've got 10 million people in Google+. Plus. Uh, we have a billion shares a day in Google+. Wow. Plus. Actually, they that's were, amazing. They, and, they, and he posted, by the way, notes from his earning call in his Google+. Plus stream
2: crazy.
0: So, uh, <laughs> it is crazy. They're eating their that own dog awesome. food, as they say.
3: It's well, called dog fooding, right? Is it Facebook that has prohibited Google Plus use or Google that has prohibited Facebook? Well, use? Facebook's done a few antagonistic
0: things. They, they kicked a guy out for advertising on Facebook. That's right. That he, That's come, right. come watch me on Google Plus. They banned that ad. They've also turned off, uh, I, I've been told, uh the porting of Facebook the, the only way you get your Facebook stuff into Google Plus was to go to Yahoo first with your Facebook contacts and then from Yahoo into Google Plus. And mm-hmm. apparently they've turned that off as well. I have, I can't verify that, but I've been told to turn that off as well. So it's
3: very interesting. What I heard is that uh, at, over at Google, all these employees for Google Plus are heavily incented with bonuses to make sure that Google Plus works.
0: Not just and- Google Plus. The bonus structure at Google this year is tied to Google's success in social for every right. single person at Google. So it's pretty yeah. clear that this is a high profile high importance.
3: Yeah, product. Google has failed in terms of fish, uh, social networks in the past over and over. So this is what their fourth or fifth attempt at really coming forth and I I think so far so good. It's there's, looking really there's good. There's no Whether,
0: Say no what? Yeah, this
3: is no, no Buzz. Buzz. This isn't Google Buzz. It's, it's, you know, certainly much better and looks like it has a lot more staying power and, than Google and to your, Buzz and so, to your, so far. P-
0: to your point, Jenny, I loved Google Buzz, so, mm. I didn't, you know, yeah. I immediately grokked that and said, oh, that was great, and that died, so.
2: Have any of you, you guys spent some time on uh, doing Hangouts? I really like the video. It's hangout. pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. I people at once. It works better than Skype.
0: Yeah. And we could actually do that at work. We could all open a hangout and just sit around so we don't have to talk to each other at work.
3: So my question is for Google Plus, does does it have to be necessary for some percentage of Facebook people to just dump Facebook and switch over? I don't think it's gonna happen. Because I don't think it's gonna happen either.
0: I think Twitter continues, Facebook continues, it's just one more.
3: So you've got LinkedIn for your professional network, you've got Twitter, you've got Facebook. And then now an you've an awful got a lot support. isn't
0: it that's an awful I mean, that's,
3: lot it's awful lot I mean is there really room at the table for a fourth I mean yeah. right now it's all exciting, but I'd like to see it in six months and see you know what really happens with the bulk of users or is it just a self selecting small group all checking it out excited about the animated gifs et etc right. and uh, you know in yep. six months let, let, let's see Vic we also you know? might
0: assume Vic. that Google has a, a few other tricks up their sleeve right I mean this there may be more I, to come, That's right. Hangout yeah. style stuff. For instance, I, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Leah. No, you go ahead. Denise. Well,
1: I was just going <laughs> to say, I, I think um, over the next six months, I could see uh, my professional network on Google Plus doing much more, and maybe that's because of the industry I pay attention to. Uh, so, I might be more scared if I were LinkedIn, uh, which I've never mm. really used or mm. found a use for yeah. at all.
2: It's um, basically a resume posting service. Right. Exactly. I don't get it. Right
1: with with more of you know the family and and people who are not in the technology world old friends staying on Facebook but but gradually I think moving over to Google Plus Plus too and using it in parallel because of the way that Google Plus brings people in once you add them to a circle and and also because of the buzz it's getting
2: you know what I like most about Google Plus so far no stupid games
0: yeah. I don't think they'll No Farmville, Do you yeah. think they'll there's, put games on there? I don't think they're going to do games.
2: You know, they might, but just the fact that it works yeah. and that I don't have to go through so many layers of crap yeah. to get to what I agree I agree with you. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. I agree with you.
3: Too.
0: They had games in uh, Wave. You know, they had little uh, plug-ins. You could play chess and stuff in Wave. So maybe they'll do something like that. I hate, I, I don't want to see that. I think conversation, keep it about conversation and, and, and animated cat GIFs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Google, by the way, did have a very, very good quarter, $9 billion uh, in, uh, in uh, revenue uh, for the quarter, up 32% year over year. Um, they're obviously doing quite well. Thank you very much.
3: <laughs> did you see Stephen Levy's book? Did any of you guys yeah, read Stephen plex. Levy's book? Yeah, what would you yeah, think? I, I love the book. I thought, well, I like all of Stephen Levy's work. He's oh. such a great reporter and what a good writer. But, uh, you really get a feel for what it's like to be part of that juggernaut. Well, and, there's,
0: cool. and there's the new Google book by...
3: Uh, um, oh, gosh. William James had a word for this, the tip of the tongue syndrome. Yeah, it's you called know, you getting can't... old. Being old. <laughs> no, <just kidding. laughs> No, I just call we could listen the to the White Album that might help really the
0: White Album number nine <laughs> I'm, <laughs> number I'm looking nine. at the chat room because very nine. I really consider the chat room my externalization of my brain I've poured them my my gray cells have been poured into the chat room do so they know ask them I'm looking I'm sure they're not the saying they're, there, they're not knowing them. what I'm talking about it's a guy who left Google he was uh, I'm feeling lucky uh, is the name of the book uh, yes and, uh, and it's about the early you days can Google, of Google that Paul Adams, thank you very much.
3: There you go, Paul Adams.
0: Uh, And uh, apparently also a very interesting book. We're trying to get him on one of our shows. We'd love to get him to uh, talk. Hey, well, we're going to take a break, come back with more. Love this panel. Love this panel. Denise Howell is here from our show This Week in Law. You do that show every Friday. What time? 11 a.m.?
1: 11 a.m. I know it's your day off, so. Well, I watch. We run the studio with that for You are in
0: charge, and you're going to have a nice new studio to use uh, next week. Yes. 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern at live.twit.tv. You can also download it after the fact at twit.tv slash twill. Mm-hmm. And always really good conversation about the, uh, the legalities, the, the stuff that's going on. Right. Uh, and really, law is about 90% of a lot of what's going on. Well,
1: sure. You know, you use this stuff, and it's all pushing the edges of what's right. legal or contemplated under the law in various ways. And so we always have fun stuff to talk about.
0: Always a lawsuit yeah. or two to mention.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, there's like six this week,
0: know, right? Google's being
3: hit from all directions this week Non-stop. by lawsuits. At, at what point
2: yeah. are we going to talk about uh, the slow-speed car chases and Casey Anthony getting out of jail?
0: You want to do that? <laughs> really, really? You want to do that? I was yes. funny. I was reading, and probably it was on Google Plus because I think it's where I get all my news about how she got. She they left. She left jail at 12:30 in the morning. And the, and the reporters, like, follow the car via helicopter. They're following the car to a parking lot at her attorney's. And then they can't figure out where she went. But a private jet left from the executive airport. And so the helicopters are swarming there. Maybe that's it. It went to Colorado where her parents live. No, it's a bunch of golfers. It was like, really? This is the most important thing in the world.
2: Elia, guess what? What?
0: You just got trolled. <laughs> <laughs> you suck me in, Jenny. Oh, you keep pulling nice me in. Thing. No, I, I would like to talk about the other big scandal that's on the other side of the pond, the Rupert Murdoch scandal, a scandal, uh, big address. Uh, Scamble.
3: Yeah, sc- how they got like, rid yeah. of that newspaper ah, after ah, a zillion years.
0: Rebecca, what's her name? Rebecca Brooks got arrested today. She, I don't know if she'll be able to testify in Parliament on Tuesday. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Before we do, though, I want to talk about the secret Behind exceptional websites are good friends at squarespace.com hosting plus software, giving you the best possible experience. If you're ready to set up your your own boing boing, your own animated GIF forum, this is a great place to go. It's not you know there are other choices like Tumblr and WordPress and TypePad, but there is no better hosting out there. And no better content management system than Squarespace. So, if you really want to do the best, and let me tell you, the best use Squarespace. Look at the example sites. You'll see so many well known names businesses, uh, restaurants, nonprofits, photographers, too. Because Squarespace gives you great looking sites that are unique, that don't look like anybody else's site. They do that because you start with 60 plus designer templates that you can completely customize. With drag and drop point and click you don't have to be a CSS or a JavaScript wizard to create a great looking Squarespace site. And it's easy. Your first site, just go to the squarespace.com and click this big green try it free button. They won't ask you for a credit card, just the name of your site, a password, and an email address so they can get a hold of you. And that's it. And you're up and running. You can use all the features. They're great iPhone and iPad app that lets you not only post but moderate comments and also see their great stats, amazing stats. So you know exactly who's visiting your site. Photo galleries, uh, social media integration, all with point-and-click, drag-and-drop. But if you are a CSS wizard, you can also do anything. The sky's the limit. Now, Squarespace is very affordable. You're getting hosting and you're getting the software already updated, always, always secure uh, for as little as 10 bucks uh, a month, depending on how long you sign up for. But I'm going to add a little something-something uh, for you. If you use the offer code TWIT7 when you buy, we will take another 10% off for the first six months of your site. So it really is an affordable deal. I want you to give Squarespace a try. It's the secret behind exceptional websites. These guys are so great. They've done such a great job of making a platform that's easy to use. I just got my ham license and... uh, I've already signed up. W6TWT.org will be on Squarespace.com as soon as I uh, get those call signs. I better get those call signs.
1: Love that picture of you with all the hams.
0: Yeah, wasn't that funny? Yes. Oh, my God, they're so cute. I showed that to my wife. She said, oh, this is, these are the cute boys you're hanging out with now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I should,
3: they are sh- hanging out with dorky ham radio people. Uh, you know, don't knock it. The hams are
0: saving the world. It's uh, you know I've I've never I've always been in radio but I never did amateur radio and um, and uh, you know we do a ham show called Ham Nation and they kind of convinced me that I really should uh, get my ham license. Here's my here's a picture of Leo.
3: There it is. <laughs> and the
0: examiners. <laughs>
3: okay, they're not they're not dorks. Right. They're oh really come d-
0: on, <laughs> oh come on. But you know what's interesting? I fit right in.
1: Oh, ham was the I... original social network.
0: It is, it still is. It really was. You know what that's surprised true. me is I thought, oh, this is probably a, a hobby that's kind of dying out because after all, we have the internet and cell phones now. We don't really need to carry a five watt radio in our back pocket. Um, but it, there were 10 or 15 people taking the test. Uh, ham is, is uh, still growing. There are a lot of amateurs and many of them are in our audience, which I didn't know. So I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to it. The new studio will have, I'm really excited. A radio corner. So we're going to you know, have a great ham setup so people can come from out of town and broadcast. Because I guess you can do that. You, if I have a license, you can use my gear and broadcast on it. But And we're going to set up really nice. Bob Highland, uh, Gordon uh, uh, West are going to set up a beautiful setup there. But then next to it, we're going to have a 1940s Collins AM radio transmitter. Glowing. 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 We're going to have an old 50s console with the big knobs. We're going to have a turntables, cart machines. It's going to be a little old radio station set up in there. Just That's cool. A, a museum of, of analog technology. And and maybe yeah. you'll see some of these guys.
3: <laughs> and bring some of those guys. Is the guy s- on
2: the upper left Wilfred Brimley?
0: It does look like Wilfred Brimley, doesn't he? <laughs> So do they still
3: do
1: postcards, Leo, when you oh, call yeah. out to Pitcairn Island? Do you get your postcard back?
0: QSL cards, they call them. Yay! We're going to make a QSL card for Twit so that when people, you know, DX us, when they talk to us remotely, uh-huh. they'll get a, we'll send them a little postcard like this one, a QSL card. You no, know, awesome. it's,
2: it's easy to make fun of hams because they're nerds, right? Uh, but
0: we're nerds, baby.
2: Are you nerds or are you geeks? Well, not only that, but, but what I'm getting at is, like, social networks they own your content. With ham radio, right? Th- there's none of that. It's like right. it sort of passes out there into the ether, but you own it. It, it really is a DIY social network, and it's something that it is. predates a lot of us here.
0: Thank you for, thank you for acknowledging that. It's absolutely true. Yep. Uh, and many of the technologies we use today were created by hams, including the packet radio that we use on our cell phones and, uh, um, and in emergencies.
3: personal computer. In that emergencies,
0: unfortunately, everything breaks down. Uh, All this technology that we rely on in emergency, uh, just ask the folks in uh, New Orleans, stops working. I was going to say,
2: when when the shit goes down, Google Plus is not going to save your bacon. It's not going to save your bacon. (laughs) It's really true. Seriously, even even Twitter relies on certain things being stable in terms of connectivity. When when shit really hits the fan, ham radio will save your butt, and you will thank these people that you are mocking as dorks now. They do, yes. and they're
1: organized to make sure that happens. My neighbor across the street was in the local network that, you know, is supposed to stay alive when everything right. else goes down. That's right. <laughs> Police feed yeah. them information. Yeah.
0: It's really it's, – yeah. it's, it's a very interesting subculture. And, and because – let's, let's be honest. We're in a subculture yeah. uh, that has been mocked and ridiculed. You know, we were the nerds in school. I don't know about you guys. You're all gorgeous. But I was the nerd in school. And um, I kind of have this – you know, it's funny because I guess there's a pecking order, and so we digital nerds kind of look down on the analog nerds, but really, no, we're all the same. And um, it's really kind of fun to uh, to become part of this subculture. So I'm very, I'm excited about it.
2: Yeah, I'm really
3: excited for you, no. Leo. I mean, this was uh, doing the Wozniak thing. This was the thing he was proudest of, was that he was a kid and he got his ham radio license. A lot of
0: people in, de- in technology got their start in ham radio. Absolutely. They did. Absolutely. And building yeah. Heath kits and all that stuff.
3: Heath Kits. It's the maker revolution,
0: Heath but 50, 30 years ago. you know. Pre-ed. If,
1: if, pre- if pre- you're into crypto, you've got uh, right. Morse code to learn. Right. And,
0: well, and there's a lot of data, actually. I didn't know this, but I got a radio that uh, does all sorts of data stuff. Anyway, well, I don't want to go on and on. But, the, but it's, it is a very interesting uh, group of people, and I'm very excited
3: okay. about it. I thought it was interesting what Jenny said about, you know, like, if you need help, social, you know, social networks aren't going to save you. Uh, the founder of Twitter is being interviewed by somebody from the New York Times, and, God, I can't think of her name. She's the, the real liberal columnist that uh, always used to take down Bush so hard. But anyway, she was interviewing him and said, uh, tell me why on God's earth would I ever use Twitter? If I was in trouble, how would this help me? And he said, well, you could type in help. <laughs> <laughs> Four five characters help. help help people have done that
0: it actually it, has happened remember people have been yeah. arrested and tweeted as their last you know as they've hauled off to the you know the Google the yeah, my, my,
2: my point uh, earlier was more to the fact that if if the communication networks that we rely on for uh, regular access to services such as Twitter, if they fail like they would after a catastrophic earthquake or a tsunami or right. a big hurricane, right. that's where the hams really, really become valuable. When, when phone lines, cellular networks, and Internet are gone, that is what is going to literally Absolutely, it.
0: Absolutely. And, and frankly, it is a house of cards, let's face it. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. As robust as we try to make it, this is not, you know, yeah. it, this is not that robust. Hey, let's talk. Yeah. Let's, put, let's put Denise Howell to work a little bit here. Attorney, counselor, judge finds, this is a little scary, HTC guilty of infringing two Apple patents. Does this mean Android is in trouble? Does this, are they going to get an injunction against HTC that keeps HTC from shipping phones to the U.S.?
1: Well, this is just one of the bigger pieces of how Android's in trouble, right? Uh, because Android is just sort of a Swiss cheese of these patent and licensing issues. Uh, Because at bottom, it's this open source endeavor based on Linux, right? And so everybody, now that it's spreading, and what's our other story here today? 550,000 Android activations per day.
0: Yeah, spreading is right, like a wildfire spread. So,
1: you know, everyone wants to and can try and get a piece of that pie. And so we see it coming at them from all fronts. We've got Oracle, we've got Microsoft, we've got... Apple, you know, and not just going after Google with Android, but this one, you know, Apple versus AT- HTC. Uh, and Neil Patel, as he has wont to do, has yet another definitive post unpacking this International Trade Commission ruling and, and basically, you know, throwing a bit of water on all the panicky coverage of it. It was an adverse decision um, against HTC, finding that, uh, two of the ten pa- patents asserted uh, had been infringed but uh, this guy is just the first stopping point in the ITC's decision-making process it then goes to the full six-member panel and so there's still a long ways to go in this but uh, I really encourage people to go and read Eli's po post if they're fascinated by the details of all this over just HTC this in his
0: post, one of the things he notes that HTC mm-hmm. does say there are alternative situa- uh, uh, mm-hmm. solutions in place uh, for this problem, as if they have Plan B. Right. What would Which, that be?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I, that's a really good question. I mean, I guess they're going to have to have functionality that doesn't rely on Android as in its current iteration, right, that they actually have somehow coded around this. Um, which, you know, again, another piece of this being an open-source operating system, I guess you can do to some extent. Um, this makes so- me so
0: mad. I understand Apple needs to do this. Mm-hmm. But I just, um, I don't know, in my heart, it makes it just makes me mad because it feels like Apple, just, just do your best. Let Android do its best and let the best product win. Um, on the other hand, Steve Jobs says, hey, we like competition, but if somebody uh is gonna steal from us, we're gonna go after them.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So what that, are the patents exactly? I, I saw that there were two that were held up, right? One was one had to do with um Denise, you've got to help me here. One had to do with your clicking at a phone number or I, anything, read, to, I, anything highlighted. I'll read it to you. I'll yeah, read it's it to paragraph you. two, two read of
0: Eli's that. post. It's a yeah. system oh, the two patents. The first there's two of them. Patent five nine four six six four seven describes a system of data detectors that can parse data Recognize known structures and take action upon them Patent six million three hundred forty three thousand two hundred sixty three is a patent that describes a modular system that enables different types of data to be processed in real time The point being these aren't trash can clicking an icon these are fundamental underlying technologies
3: that everybody does that
0: everybody uses
3: everybody uses both of these technologies so what are the possible workarounds you know Denise does the
0: ITC have to look at that do they have to take that into consideration or are they just ruling on whether this is original or not
1: I I think that they're just looking at the patent and looking at the question of is it infringed um, I am not a patent lawyer, and uh, you actually uh, on all about Android earlier this week had Matt McCarry on, who's been on Twill a number of times. Uh, he writes the litigating Apple blog and hasn't yet delved into this too deeply. Uh, but you know, I encourage people to to listen closely to what folks like Matt and Neilai are unpacking about all this. Um, for the actual administrative details but my understanding just as a lawyer who practices in the IP area is they're going to be more closely concerned with the actual infringement involved in this narrow
0: case. So they don't have to think about though uh, what is the impact on the market is this going to throw everything in turmoil they don't have to think about end users who will have to you know all buy iPhones now that's not their proof.
3: Well the cost gets passed along to the user right? I mean, well, in the end, exactly. all cases, law of yeah. it all comes down to what's licensed and what's not, right? I mean,
1: that's what all these so uh, ultimately, cases maybe this, this is about. resolved.
0: Apple says, "Fine, you could sell your phone, just pay us." Right? Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, you know, but ex- but could Apple that be... on the head? It's it's how much it's worth to them and how much they think they can, you know, push this without having to pay through the nose for the licensing involved in again because it's all this sort of strange uh... brought together from multiple sources underlying technology there's a lot of opportunity to debate what's original and what's not right.
0: could apple be rapacious though and say no we're not going to license it and put uh, it out of business i think they unlikely to would I mean, isn't
3: this what, Denise, know? I mean, isn't this what it's all about? I mean, it is it's what it's really, all about. It's, you know,
1: yeah. how, how much can we push them? You know, how much is it in our interest to push them? Do they yeah. want HTC out of business for some reason? I suppose, perhaps,
0: yes. I mean, they're a huge competitor. Well, I think they'd like Android out of business.
3: Yeah. Well, they'd probably rather have the licensing fees. I mean, how did Microsoft get so rich with licensing DOS all those years? I mean, it's all, you, get, you have just a steady stream of income. That's true. from licensing. That's what I just, lawyers It hurts do. me
0: because I love my Android phone so damn much. I, do you love it I so love damn it. much? I am actually uh, physically in love with it. <laughs> so I do. No, I love it. Don't it's, do an
3: animated gif on. No,
0: phone. no, but I mean I do. I love it. It's great. It's I would it, I if you've made me go back to iPhone I'd cry. Yeah. And I, I, and it just makes me sad to see a company. Well, I mean I guess this is what happens. Denise, you're a lawyer. I just it seems to me that I would just like them to make a better iPhone, and and, and not worry right. so much about what Android's doing.
1: Right, but they do. You know, they have these patents not just for their own technology, but for their future. In a way, it's an investment, and it's the standard operating procedure in I the tech
0: industry. Yeah. For you know, I boy, believe me. I understand. I just uh, it just makes me. It saddens me.
1: Yes. Yeah yeah and have it to frankly hurts, your patents
0: it hurts open source software because what does the, the the unintended consequence maybe it is the intended consequence is that people then start using proprietary solutions because at least they know you know it's it's not encumbered that they know who to pay a license fee to this the, and and it makes people scared about linux and other open source software because oh my god who's going to sue me if i use this
3: yeah, but look at the Lodesys thing, right? That company that owns the patent on the in-app purchasing. And everybody I know who runs, say, you know, an iOS app company has gotten a cease and desist letter. And Lodesys has even that's sued true. the but New Apple, York Times company now.
0: Apple, if they're smart, will indemnify these companies. I, I well, think that's Apple, what
3: Apple's saying they'll do, but they haven't. They yeah. haven't yet indemnified them. And Apple's too busy, you know, suing everybody else, suing HTC, and Microsoft, or rather, uh, uh, Oracle is suing Google over to Java, and there's like 10,000 lawsuits this week. A lot for Denise to talk about on our show this week, I bet.
0: Bill in Michigan in our yes. chat room, Denise asks, is it possible for, uh, this must be a technical term, for, uh, for a patent correction?
1: A patent correction to amend a patent in some way.
0: Yeah, to say, um, well, this really shouldn't be an Apple patent. I guess the ITC doesn't do that.
1: Yeah, no, they don't. They um, have to
0: go with existing patent law.
1: Yes, they they. And I, I love
0: Costas Belli Belly in our chat room, Costas belli mm-hmm. who is appropriately named. He says, Leo, don't hate the player, hate the game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and and only the, in the name of your ship
0: yeah. well it's kind of true only in the
1: Twitch chat room would you also get a comment it's streamed by, I didn't see who said it uh, where they, they say wonderful inside Linux joke all you have to do is get a License from SCO and you're all set.
3: <laughs> yeah, SEO. <laughs> Just to ask SEO.
0: We know about SCO because that went on for so long. It was kind of the. It oh. was like the background noise of every broadcast we did for years.
3: That's yes. right. I think this is going to go on forever too. Is this going to be resolved in our lifetimes? The Apple, the Google, the Oracle battles. No. But, but the but, costs but, but, will
0: be passed along to the users. It would be possible yeah. at this point for Apple to ask for an injunction against Android handset sales or HTC handset sales in the US. They could do that, could they not?
1: Yes, they can ask for it. And uh, that, it's, it's sort of the, the big hammer yeah. you know, that could come down, exactly. That's, the ITC does have that kind of power to uh, ban sales. So um, that's why these things that, are that's scary and st-
0: worth following. Right, that's not the next step, but it's a, it's a conceivable step in this process. Yeah. Uh, you don't get damages from the ITC. You get injunctions. injunctions. You get market share. You get market. Share. Yeah.
3: You, you now, how much?
0: Ma- I mean, is there a, is there then a backlash from the community saying Apple, you suck? Maybe there is. No,
3: people love Apple too much. You can't say anything negative about Apple.
0: I can't. They come
3: hammer you.
0: I love you you it. You haven't
3: been in our comments
2: likes. recently. Say again. You haven't been in our comment threads recently,
3: clearly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a vicious battle between the uh, Apple lovers and the Apple haters. It still rages. Do, Leo,
3: do you remember we used to play taps any time uh, the word Apple was mentioned on our radio well, that show? That was when Gil
0: Emilio was running the company, and I was right to do so.
3: You were right to do so. Who remember, knew? we had a button, who a tap Steve?
0: Button? Who knew Steve would come back? I didn't know that. If I'd known that, maybe I wouldn't have played taps. I want to talk to you a little bit about a great column uh, in the uh, Wall Street Journal by ben rooney women and children first technology and moral panic he's actually uh, quoting genevieve bell uh director of intel's interaction and experience research well i want to talk about that in just a little bit the moral panic that society always goes through when there's new technology and who is it that suffers first it's the women and children But before we do that, I do want to talk a little bit about Audible.com, my favorite place for audio entertainment. I know you're listening to uh, Twit right now or watching it, but there are times when maybe you don't want this blather about technology. You'd like to listen to a great piece of literature or enjoy a sci-fi novel or perhaps get ahead on the Game of Thrones. Maybe you want to read (laughs) Clash of Kings before uh, next fall. That's where Audible comes in handy. There are, you know, nowadays we're so busy. Who has time to read anymore? Uh, but there are plenty of times when you could read if you could just, you know, listen. You couldn't hold a book, but you could in the car or at the gym, cleaning house, walking the dog. I listen to audible books in all those times. In fact, I, sometimes i walk the dog three or four times a day just so I can catch up on my audible reading. This is that book I was talking about, actually. I'm Feeling Luckily. It's not Paul Adams. It's Douglas Edwards. And uh, The Confessions of Google Employee number 59, it's next on my reading list. There's some great Google books if you want to know more about Google uh, at Audible.com. And here's how you can get two of them for free. You go to Audible.com slash Twit2. You'll sign up for the Platinum Plan. That's the two-book-a-month subscription. And uh, the first month is free. Your first two books are free, and you can cancel at any time. Oh, nothing but you get to keep those books forever. This is one of the things I really like about Audible is every book you've ever listened to Audible is in your Audible library, and you can listen to it at any time. I use the Audible app on Android. There's one on iPhone that lets you literally browse through your library of books and listen to them. And see this new feature? I love this. Send wirelessly to Kindle. You can send audio books. I just sent Solaris to my Kindle. How about that? So you can read the book and listen to the book. Plays on the iPhone, iPod, iPad, Zoom, pretty much all of the uh, media players. Of course, your computer as well. Uh, even on my Sonos, which is great. When nobody's home, I will make the Audible books resound throughout the house on my Sonos system. Audible.com slash twit2. Pick two books. Gina's got a couple of books on here. Do I was. I? Yeah, well, they I was. Isn't your other book on here too?
3: I was. It should be on there. I the know Genomics. I was. It, sh- it should be on there. My new book, which is um, The Mountain Within. The Mountain Within. Um, I'm not sure if that's on there, but I bet you it's is that about out? to be. Is
0: The Mountain Within out? It's out.
3: It came out this week. The same week Bike came out, and I didn't Wait even have minute. time you to Wait a minute. You didn't tell me I that? so busy. Your I book came time. out? My book came out this week.
0: No audible version. Uh, Gina, we got to work on that.
3: It'll be. I, I'm sure it is in the works.
0: But uh, Iwas is there, and it's great because they got a guy who sounds just like Wozniak reading it, which is hysterical. Yeah,
3: it's he, he sounds exactly
0: like. What's the mountain within it? about?
3: Um, it's. I wrote the book with Hertha von Stiegel. There's a word for you, Hertha von Stiegel, and uh, Herto von Stiegel was a former chairman of AIG Europe, and she has been taking people up Kilimanjaro, people who are physically challenged. Uh, and are mentally challenged, and so my agent came to me and said, "I heard von Stiegel has written this book. Can you write a bunch of leadership lessons attached to this?" Oh, cool. So you know, it's like plan your your journey. You know, deal with you know criticism. Don't stay too long at the top. Is the final lesson in the book. Uh, so it's a business it had, book. That's awesome. It's a business book and it's an adventure book and it's. Uh, I wrote it for Herda and uh, well, I if you looked on Amazon I don't even think my name's on there for some reason it's a typo but
0: you you're not a ghost though
3: I'm not a ghost I don't
0: You're ghost. not a ghost you're a real honest to god writer co-author you know, I-
3: Ghosts for writers too, but I—I I mean, it's just for writers. You need to eat. ghosts imaginary are imaginary writers. Deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you just no, you can't say you wrote. So we'll all. give
0: you two books. We'll give you Douglas Edwards, the uh, "I'm Feeling Lucky" and "I Was." How about that? Both free. That although I have to say, if you start browsing around, it's gonna be pretty hard to uh, to to limit it. Get those first two books. Start listening. A world of wonderful literature awaits you. Audible.com/twit. Oh, Ann Patchett. I love her. She's got a new novel out.
3: She's great.
0: I loved her. What was the one where they, yeah, they're they holding the people hostage?
3: And it's like this, the Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah,
0: I loved it. Yeah,
3: that was one of my favorite novels ever. Oh. They've got all the people held hostage, and they, uh, they're in like Venezuela or Peru yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah,
0: now I can't remember I mean, the name no, of the book. My
3: favorite book, I can't remember the name of it. I will look that up.
0: On I'm going to do it. I got the Google.
3: What's the name of that book? I'm sure I was it's on Audible, it- too.
0: Bel Canto. Because an opera, an opera singer is in that, yeah.
3: That's right. There's She's an opera wonderful. singer, and she gets in with one of the uh, kidnappers and teaches him how to sing, and it's a you know, beautiful book.
0: That should be on Audible. Let me just check, because that would be fun to listen to. What a great probably, book. You know, if I've read a book, it's because I listened to it on Audible in the last 10 years. That's the only books I, you know, so this is another one we could recommend.
3: Yeah, there it is. Love yeah, was, this book. University of Iowa, after the dot-com crash for the summer, taking a novel course and they recommended that everybody read bell canto. It's
0: beautiful. Yeah. So, so I com- loved this column and I thought since we have three female panelists on here it'd be great to ask you what you thought about it. I don't know if you read it in the in the Wall Street Journal. But it's the the issue of the word of moral panic. Genevieve Bell says, "We have had moral panic over new technologies pretty much as long as we've had technology since the since fire and the wheel." And, uh, and it's always, she said, played out in the bodies of children and women. She says, look at the pushback about electrifying homes in the U.S. She said, if you electrify homes, people said you'll make women and children vulnerable. Predators will be able to tell if they are home because the light will be on and you will see them. Railway. Could you see them
3: before with, the, with no, a lantern in the window? Not. Are railway, smoke coming out of the chimney? Railway
0: trains. Women's bodies are not designed to go 50 miles an hour. Their uteruses will fly out of them.
3: That's the quote of that article, by the way. <laughs> Whoosh.
4: Uh, <laughs> wish there I just it think it's fascinating. There's an
3: animated
2: GIF for
4: you. Is this...
3: <laughs> <laughs> uterus is flying oh. out of women and <laughs>
4: Is this? Oh. Uh, I, mean, I I, think for I hate sure,
2: it when that happens. For
4: sure, <laughs> yeah. I hate it when that <laughs> Me happens. Too. Me too. <laughs>
3: like if today will be a successful day if my uterus doesn't. No, I do up.
0: remember though. We thought that man could not, or woman or children could not go faster than say 30 miles an hour because it, just your body would scramble, would turn to jelly or whatever. But uh, I think this is happening right now. Don't we blame, don't we, whenever we want to regulate the Internet, we say it's for the children. Protect the children. It's child pornography we're trying to save. I don't know if women are blamed anymore.
3: I don't know. Yeah, I think it's it certainly. Go ahead.
1: It does seem to be the, the leading justification for turning things off or clamping things down that go more broadly, of course, than the, the
0: immediate concern. The first pushback, she says, is going to be about kids. Is it making our children vulnerable to predators, to other forms of danger? We will immediately then regulate access. Um, I I just thought this was very, uh, very interesting. And we're we're still
4: doing
3: it. I mean, there's no question that there's always a huge societal panic every time there's a new technology. I mean, you remember, who are all those people that were for screaming about the Internet when it first started? I, this is the show of not being able to remember people's names. And that guy started an entire movement against the Internet uh, in the late
0: oh, 90s. Yeah.
3: You, what was his name? Uh,
0: I don't remember, but I, do, I dimly remember Do you that. remember that guy? Yeah. We had him
3: on the show once, Leah. We did? And he was saying, "Yeah, we did, we had him on the
0: show. Why did we weird. dignify him?
3: Because it was like, the hot thing to talk about. He was saying, oh, if the internet comes out, people will stop reading. You know, <laughs> Not Andrew Keane. That's what
2: happened because Not now Andrew you Keen. all. Listen to I was going to say, that sounds, that sounds suspiciously like Andrew Keane. Well, I, think, he, I think Andrew
0: has backpedaled quite a bit on his. He was the guy who said the cult, of the, wrote the cult of the amateur, which he said, all these am he's so British, all these amateurs, they're just flooding the world with bad crotch videos.
2: That's why we <laughs> had a war with you guys. That's why, that's
3: why we were <laughs> amateur.
0: All of those cat that's gifs. Great. I can't take it anymore.
3: Uh, but there was a book that came out a couple of years ago that was about the Telegraph. And uh, the, the whole book was about how people were freaking out because the suddenly there Internet. was... The Victorian
0: Internet. Yeah. The
3: Victorian Internet. You remember yeah. the name of the yeah. book. Yeah. Finally, somebody remembers something on this show. Today.
0: So Hotmail has... Uh, Microsoft has responded to all, apparently there's a rash of people hacking Hotmail accounts. So Microsoft's response, they now have a button on an email that says, my friend has been hacked. (laughs) This is the fix.
4: You get an email
0: from your friend that's obviously from a bad guy pretending to be your friend. You now have a button you can push that literally says, my friend has been hacked.
3: That's hilarious. Yeah. What genius came up with that?
0: It's, it
1: sounds a bit like my friend is a communist. Right. You know, are we having congressional hearings about
0: Turn him this? in. My friend is, he's a red.
3: <laughs> That's very funny.
0: Um, my uh, friend yeah.
3: has been hacked. That's the best they can come up with because all their employees
0: have left to go to Google. They can't fix it, so we're just going to.
3: Or Apple. Yes. Yes, they can't fix it.
0: I think we're scraping, My been- we're scraping the bottom of the barrel of the stories here, so uh, just apologies.
3: Well, you didn't talk about the new tablet from Amazon.
0: Okay, let's talk about that. That's a good
3: story. No, I thought it was a rumor. It's r- a rumor.
0: R- we r- don't cool know story. for sure, but Amazon reportedly making a 9-inch tablet running Android yes, color? Yes,
3: it's an Android color tablet. It's not much of a rumor, I believe, that... Uh is there's a the Chinese Amazon manufacturer ed- came forth and said yes we're designing it
0: <laughs> so. but nobody at Amazon has admitted this
3: yeah well, I, I mean they didn't deny it and as all reporters know when you don't deny it
0: that's it a must yes. be true huh?
3: must be true then.
0: so what do we the think is Amazon, Amazon t- going to be a big player in the tablet market is this going to I mean tablets are not selling the only tablet that sells right now is an iPad everything else is a you know distant second can yeah, Amazon turn that around?
1: Maybe it's like the Kindle 3 or the Kindle 4 or 5. They just add a whole bunch of functionality and leverage the market they've built there.
0: But yeah. one of the things that makes the Kindle so good is that it's not color; that it's e-ink. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean, if you make it a color tablet, then, then it's just another um, bad iPad clone or no. Okay. <laughs>
3: I agree. I mean, I, I think it's really hard for these tablet wars to, to get going because the tablets that have come out have been so bad. You've got that playbook which um, has one redeeming feature: it's camera and it's video camera. Oh, and its, the
0: playbook its feeling, is terrible, terrible. But
3: otherwise, it's awful. Terrible.
0: Right? I bought and the one. The HP Touchpad. I actually paid five hundred dollars for that piece of junk.
3: And it does. And the bridge just came out, right? The ability to actually. Oh, it actually finally email. came out.
0: So i can get getting it, like it now. It came out this week.
3: Yeah, now you can have email after you paid $500 for it. The HP Touchpad is out now, and uh, we've got a tester, Brian Burgess, in Minnesota, who is my executive editor. He's been, he says, I want to like it. I, I want to like to it, like too. It, I do, but too. But I hate it.
0: Yeah, apparently the yeah. Under, underpowered. And
3: yeah, underpowered, thick, heavy, big, fat. I mean, you know, they all have a better camera than the iPad, but they're not going anywhere. Any How of these about tablets.
0: this? How about this? Here's a story. Oh.
3: Sony's got a new tablet
0: too. I I, mean, I, just, I can't get excited about it. I, I think it's the iPad through the end of the year. Then maybe. Maybe. There's no apps. How about yeah, this? A woman publishes Jesus. a book filled with. This is what <laughs> you should have. This. this is what you should have done, Gina.
3: I was thinking, why didn't I do? Why
0: write a book when you could just take 12 years of personal text messages? <laughs> it's called Text Me Up, Tracy Mobley, Moberly has taken 10 years of her texts, and she's made it a novel? I don't know. All
3: right.
1: Know. Well, know. you know, there, there I'm telling book.
0: you, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. I got nothing. So Stop she's babe.
1: publishing other people's texts as her book?
0: No, it's her. No, te- her
1: own. Oh, her, her own, own texts.
0: No. So. You're right, Denise. Texts she's it. received.
1: Uh-huh. mm-hmm. Well, when we she love got. to talk on Twill about, you know, what you have to have to have a copyrightable work and whether tweets are copyrightable. I think that you could make a good argument here. You know, I'm sure she probably changed names, but, uh,
0: but she doesn't she's own those. got
1: content here she didn't write.
0: Incoming texts, don't, you don't own them. No. Nope. Right. By sending them by sending them to her, I haven't I didn't give her a license to publish them.
3: <laughs> I don't think you gave her a license to write a book.
0: No, I think you're right. That's a good point. Very interesting. Yeah
3: know what there's a you remember Julie Cameron Julia Cameron wrote a book years ago uh, it was all about you you know unleashing your inner creative being and the idea was that every morning you would write these morning pages you wake up in the morning and then you just kind of write stream of consciousness and then there were all these books that came out of people publishing their morning pages and then of course there was the guy that came out with all those tweets and then they based a show around it with William Shatter oh yeah
0: tweets my dad Yes. or something like that.
3: Yes, and now this. So, it's you just know. a matter of time. Next, Twitter, it's Google Groups. Twitter just is, by the way,
0: officially five years old.
3: Amazing. July, Who they July fifteenth,
0: two thousand six. Do we care?
2: Happy birthday, Twitter.
0: Happy birthday, Cory. Cory? Happy birthday, Cory.
2: Yet it was just a couple of days ago. Happy uh, birthday,
0: Cory. Is he the same age as Twitter?
2: <laughs> I Don't think he's five. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes he seems that way. He's In funny. internet
0: years, he's the same age as Twitter.
2: Yeah.
0: Corey. We're talking about he, Corey, the great Corey. He's definitely been Doctor around
2: o. a little longer than Twitter.
0: Yeah. Yes. Corey is of course uh, Jenny's co-collaborator, co-conspirator I didn't know that. on boingboing.net.
3: I didn't know that. I'm oh, a big fan. Oh,
0: we love Corey.
3: Big fan of Corey, Doctor. The o.
0: only reason Corey is not a regular on Twitter is because he has to put Posey to bed at this time. <laughs> we try to get him all the time. He says, "No, I'm sorry. I got to put Posey to bed." <laughs> I love it. How old
2: is Posey? I don't know
3: how old is she name. now.
0: She's about the same age as Twitter, actually.
2: She, no. she is. She's just about, I, I think, um, four years old, four five, five years yeah, old. I was going to say a little younger. Best name.
0: Nice. She has so the best in the name UK. in the world.
2: That is the best name.
3: Oh, it's not, I, but
0: it's only part of it. best name. Her whole it's name is even. a long name. Yeah. I, wanna, I wonder <laughs> if I can find it. Let me see if I can find the whole.
2: He, he announced it when she was first born. Was
0: Posey, Emmeline, Fibonacci, Nautilus, Taylor, Doctoro. Lord. Everybody should have Fibonacci as a middle should, name. They should,
3: shouldn't they? Fibonacci.
0: Posey, Emmeline, That's... Fibonacci, Nautilus, Taylor, Doctor. But Posey's such a nice name. I
3: like Nautilus being part <laughs> of <them. laughs> Nautilus. Folks, the we, Nautilus.
0: Are, we are, we are, this is the last show for, uh, for Twit, for the Twit show uh, from the cottage. At this time next week, we'll be broadcasting live from the Brick House down the street, the brand new Twit Brickhouse Studios. I'm very excited about that. There is still time to get a brick on the Wall of Honor. We, have, we are selling bricks to help raise money for this incredibly expensive product. You can get an 8x4. You can get an 8x8. You can get your logo. Whatever you want, go to bricks.twit.tv. There, I've plugged it. It helps <laughs> us a lot. And actually, I've got to tell you, when you come in the door and right there in the entry lobby, all of these bricks with all of these amazing you know, thoughts, wishes, in m- memory of... It's just really inspiring and really exciting. It really gives you a sense of the Twit community. So if you are part of the Twit community and you want to participate and help us build our uh, brand-new facility, bricks.twit.tv. Everybody should read Boing Boing religiously because it is the best. And it should follow Jenny Jardin on Google+. Plus. <laughs> I'm
2: one, still on Twitter, too.
0: One, on Twitter, why not? One of the things I like about Google+, Plus, though, is you just use your real name, so it's easy to find yeah. people. I don't yeah. have to say at Jenny or anything like that. Just Jenny Jardin. She's on Google Plus.
4: Easy.
0: Look for the animated cat gifs. You can't miss it. <laughs> oh, you can't miss it. Jenny, thank you so much uh, for uh, watching, uh, watching, it's been a pleasure. participating. Yeah. I don't know what. I've, you, I've also been watching. Watching and listening. We appreciate it. My Gina pleasure. Smith, congratulations! The launch of a book and a magazine all in one week. I don't know how you do it.
3: Yes, and we announced the Bitecast. That we announced uh, both Bite and the Byte Cast. And if you go to the page called "Bite is Back," I believe it's called, or "Welcome Back Bite." There's a big video of you, Leo. Oh. Welcoming back Bite. You're on Bite.
0: I think I recorded right that. I must have.
3: You did. Oh, good. We there All right. at the cottage. All right. I didn't just steal it or anything. And look at yeah, the book on <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> what
0: is the name of the book again?
3: uh... The book is called "The Mountain Within," and the magazine, which is. B-Y-T-E, bite, it's back. I think, I think nobody has ever com. come
0: on Twit with more stuff to plug <laughs> in the history of this show. <laughs> 310 episodes than you today, Gina. Congratulations.
3: Thank you very much, Leo. And you, you, I can't wait till our, we start our ByteCast. ByteCast we'll coming party. soon
0: to the Twit Brick House. Thank it's you to a Denise brick. Howell, uh, our host of This Week in Law. You hear it every Friday, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Yes. Eastern at live.twit.tv, bagandbaggage.com, or great law blog Great thank to have you. you.
1: I'm off to pour myself a glass of Char- Napa Chardonnay in honor of uh, the farewell to the Twit Cottage.
0: I know. It's kind of, uh, oh. I mean, we're going to be here for another week, but this is the last show, <laughs> this week in tech show from here. Sad. Yeah. Yes, it is. So
1: thank is. And you I'm, all looking, for being I'm really looking forward to seeing my brick on the wall. That's going to be fun. It's,
0: let me tell you, this, this new place is so beautiful. You're just going to love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to leave you with Tom Merritt and a look at the week ahead on our TNT show every Tuesday, every Monday through Friday at 2.30 p.m. Pacific 5.30 p.m. Eastern and of course TNT is uh, also downloadable at twit.tv slash TNT. I will see you next week from the new Twit Brickhouse. This is the last time I will say it in the cottage. Another Twit is in the can.
4: Hey, thanks, Leo. Here's a look at the week ahead. Some of the stories will be covered on Tech News Today. Starting today, AT&T users of the iPhone can get standard insurance instead of the special iPhone insurance. Also, the iRiver Story HD launches, the first e-reader with Google integration. Monday, July 18th, PC game streaming service Happy Cloud officially launches. Tuesday, July 19th, Apple starts their earnings call at 2 p.m. Pacific. It's expected to be good. Thursday, July 21st, the Space Shuttle Atlantis is scheduled to land at 556. A. M. Completing the final voyage of the space shuttle. Also on Thursday, Microsoft has their earnings call. 2:30 P. M. Pacific. Verizon has their next big LTE push, expanding into 100 cities. And Comic Con begins in San Diego, running all weekend long. Sarah Lane and I will be there, broadcasting live. And Saturday, the anniversary of the release of the Commodore Amiga, celebrated at the Commodore Vegas Expo, July 23rd and 24th in Las Vegas, Nevada. That's a look at the week ahead. Back to you, Leo. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time on This Week in Tech.
0: Bye-bye.